What kind of expectations do you have for your life? If you're the kind of person who wants to expect greatness out of your life and you want the formula to do so, especially if you're married or you have a partnership with somebody else, even children, this episode is for you. Welcome to the Shane and Melissa show where we invite you to create the life of your dreams and live on purpose. Join us each Tuesday as we have real life conversations around mindset, money, and marriage. We are your hosts, Shane and Melissa Douglas, and we are so grateful that you are here. Thanks for tuning in because if you've been ready to find that silver lining in your life, you'll hear practical tips and ideas from us each week on how to do so. Are you ready? Let's go. Have you ever thought about what your future would be like and you just didn't really know what was in store for the future? I remember as a kid having no real desires for my future. As I've gotten older, I've had friends who have obviously gotten married and who are getting married and they kind of talk about their dream wedding. And I never really had a dream wedding growing up. Honestly, a lot of my upbringing was kind of this fight or flight. I didn't have goals of who I wanted to become and how I wanted my future to look. And I really didn't identify this until Shane and I were shopping for a wedding ring. And I had never once in my life thought, what do I want my wedding ring to look like? And in that moment, I would probably use the word hopeless to identify the feeling I had. Not that I was hopeless about getting married or anything like that, but I just didn't have hope around my future. And honestly, you guys, I had very low aspirations or very few aspirations for what my life was actually going to look like. So my question for you is, where in your life do you have low or no expectations? Expectations truly do impact the outcome of our life, which I've obviously not learned. Expectations are some of the most powerful things, whether you're a parent, a spouse, a kid, or you have children a business partner, or even truly having expectations for yourself. I honestly learned that until we expect greatness out of our own life, we end up settling for a life and one that isn't really one that we wanted to ever live in. I mean, think about it. Who wants to just go through the days without purpose? Once you identify what you want to expect out of your life, then and only then can you go after it with reckless abandon. And really today, Shane and I are going to be talking to you and giving you a little exercise at the end of how to create realistic expectations, but also having a good understanding within a partnership or a marriage or a family of what to expect out of each other. But I know Shane has had similar experiences where he maybe didn't expect certain things out of life. So Shane, what would you say about that? What would you say about having expectations and maybe not having them and how that's impacted you? I think having expectations is a huge part of life. One of the things I want to clear the air on real quick is that you said (laughs) one of the feelings you felt when we were getting a wedding ring was hopeless. And I just want to clear the air. She didn't feel hopeless because she was getting married to me. I it said was... I, it wasn't about that. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
she was getting married to Shane and she felt hopeless. Oh, no. no. Actually, but, I looked back and you wanted to buy me quite the ring and I didn't want it. I did. I was like, I looked, diamonds. I'm obviously, I'm, I'm regretful of that now. Yeah. Now she was like, no, I want something super simple. I'm like, no, well, let's go get you a honk and, you know, big old diamond. And she was like, no, I would, those are so ugly. I'm like, come I on, did girl. I'm like, come on, Chica. We got to get you a big ring. But I think, yeah, having expectations is is important but what i think is even more important than having expectations in life is having good communication around what you expect of yourself and others i think that we, you and i've really done a great job in and like you mentioned we're going to unpack an exercise here in a little bit for people but being able to have a good methodology behind how you communicate your expectations with other people and with yourself is huge because I think oftentimes people are not necessarily hurt and offended by others in their general, you know, what they say or how they perform or whatever they do. But I think they're generally offended in the fact that there were unmet expectations. So when you know how to meet somebody's expectations or help them understand that that's an illogical expectation for them to have on you, you then can both mutually agree to collaborate towards each other's goals and towards whatever it is that you want the desired outcome to be. So I think that expectations are huge in general. Now, growing up, Shane, did you have expectations of what you thought life would be like or even as a young adult? Yeah, growing up, I did. I I was one of those kids that was always a superhero running around. I was always dressed up in some sort of a heroic outfit. I was always up in the tree pretending like it was a fighter pilot. I did have big expectations. I had expectations of really, you know, solving world hunger and being being a changer of, of the world for sure. So at what point, because I do know a little bit about your early adulthood, um, at what point would you say that you lost that hopeful expectation for your future? Well, what I think happened is, quite honestly, when I started to stray away from God, there was a major gap, something that was majorly missing in my life. And so when when I created a void in my life, it then automatically created this need to, for that void to be filled. And so like most people, I started filling that void with things that are not life-giving. Most of the time, people don't fill voids with things that are life-giving, right? Instead of uh, filling a void with exercise, they fill a void with snacking or food or, you know, if they're feeling stressed, instead of filling a void of, again, exercise or doing some form of meditation or something, they may form it with, you know, smoking cigarettes and that might be their that's how I decompress or how I get mm-hmm. rid of stress. And so we typically, as human beings, we t- we typically don't fill voids with things that are life-giving. And maybe that's not you on this call. Maybe you're like, well, Shane, that's highly inaccurate. Every challenge I've ever encountered, I've always emerged a butterfly from that situation. And good, good for you. That's fantastic. But that's not the majority of people. And so I know for me, it was something that I started to give away as far as like having a big expectation in life. I started to give that away when alcohol and, and drugs and things like that were, were playing a role in my filling of the void, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, I think at some, I think when people come into this world, they're 
the world is at their fingertips. Anything is possible. And then as we get a little bit older, we begin to be told that what we want out of our future maybe isn't possible. And I think at that point is when we really start to lower our expectations of what our future could look like and what our life could really look like. Yeah, you you definitely have to understand that there's a cycle in the world that people generally go through because when when you're young and you're in your you know you're very young, your imagination is soaring with eagles. I mean, you can fly, you're a dinosaur, you're climbing cliffs, you're you're literally every time you go up the staircase, it's not a staircase, it's it's you scaling Mount Everest. I mean, that is the possibilities that you encounter every day as a child. And eventually, as life puts you in a box, you know, go to school, get a job, have a family, have a couple cars, have a mortgage, have a payment for your credit card, pay it off, all these different... I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of those components to life. However, um, we do end up stepping into this box society. And I think that you know, we, we oftentimes are communicated to in a way of not being told that we can imagine, that we can believe, that we can become, that we have endless possibilities. And so we have to shield ourselves and shield our children. I think we have to shield our children, you know, because I, I remember my mom was always very encouraging. My dad was too very, very encouraging about that. However, you know, again, like I said, as I started to stray away from God, I started to believe less in the impossible becoming possible and started be, and started believing more in average being my calling and i personally believe that that is a huge ploy of the enemy because no one human being was made identical to one another even twins you know you're not like spitting images in the way you think and the way that you are maybe in biologically you are and genetically you are but you're still your own person. You're 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 the only one you that there is. And so if there's only one you, I would have to argue that you are here for an extraordinary purpose. So I, I think expectations are huge. What do you expect of yourself? You know, I think that's a big thing right there, because as we talk about this, before you can expect of somebody, you've got to have clear expectations of yourself. Wouldn't you agree with that? 1000% and the truth is how can you show up for others before you show up for yourself? Mm. Well, you can't, right? I mean, you, you really can't. Right. So. And and think about think about you know, it's easy to talk about going to the gym, it's easy to talk about working out. So, think about working out. When you set an intention or an expectation, "Hey, I'm going to work out," and then you don't fulfill it, how do you feel? How does that make you feel when you say you're going to do something like I'm going to work out, I'm going to get into shape, and then you don't do it. You feel bad. You know, I believe that a big part of self-expectations being fulfilled is a hu- plays a huge role in you believing in yourself. And we must pursue being the type of person that does what they say they will do and does what they say. And so if, if I expect of myself to... You know, in our business, for instance, if I expected myself for me to close business, well, then I can't just be laying on the couch watching Gordon Ramsay all day you can't long. Snacking. And chill all day. No. no, I mean, and I and I still get my chill time. Like I'll still slap on a video or a movie while I'm making phone calls and talking to people, and 
you know, I might have some historical movie on or something like that while I'm doing stuff and enjoying it, but it's not like I'm shutting down the world to just disconnect from reality. But I think expectations are huge. So, Melissa, I'm, I'm interested in talking a bit about how you and I tend to communicate expectations because I, I, I believe that you and I have a very good, almost scary telepathic ability to communicate expectations. Yeah. And I believe that most most people that I've encountered don't have that. What would you say to the person who's maybe challenged in understanding what their significant other's expectations are or they're challenged in communicating their expectations of that person or even expectations of yourself? What would you say to that? I know that's three things I mentioned there. Yeah, so what one do you want me to talk about? I would say, why don't you talk about... Um, for yourself, what is it like for you to have an expectation of me? And this is going to be fun to hear too. I'm, I'm excited to hear this. How would you say that you communicate to me an expectation that you have of me? Very clearly. I say, <laughs> Shane, I expect you to make dinner tonight. Or I say, hey, Sunday, I expect you to not have any appointments until 3 p.m. so we can spend time together. Hey, Shane, if you have appointments before 3 p.m. on Sunday, I will be incredibly disappointed because I want to spend time together. I've gotten to a point where I am unapologetic about being as clear as possible of expectations. With this being said, how do I communicate to you what I want for my birthday and what I want for Christmas and what I want you to do for those things? Well, you're (laughs) always communicating what you want because you always want stuff. This is true. But but I think... What, I am a very wantful person. <laughs> a very deserving too, though. Well, that's kind. And But I think for you, one of the areas that's a nugget that you just dropped for everybody to hear and catch is that you are... You're not... You're not... You're not communicating your expectation after the expectation has not been met, right? Like everything you said just now was a future expectation. You communicate... You proactively communicate your future expectations, which is key because it would be absolutely, this is where I think a lot of people get in arguments with their spouse or their significant other is, Shane, why didn't you make dinner? Hmm. Well, I had no idea that you expected me to make dinner. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Hey, what have you been doing all day? Well, what do you mean what have I been doing all day? Right? Like these very unclear conversations. But if you tell me, hey... Uh, and what like like in our business again you expect for me to close business and make money so appointments they take precedence over a lot of things but you still communicate in a future expectation of what you expect so that i'm not going into it blind yeah and what i've the reason that i've learned to communicate so clearly is because of being disappointed and having unmet expectations early on in our relationship I had the most unrealistic expectations of Shane and I was let down all the time not because anything he did or didn't do but because I had an expectation and a lot of it just stemmed from like jealousy and things that I had to work through yeah like it was crazy that time that you got so mad at me because I couldn't fly I was like, you were like mad just that I that like jump off the I was like, what is fly? he going like, to say? I thought I might have to edit whatever he's going to say out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that is so funny. But, you know, having unmet expectations, it creates bitterness. It creates a root of bitterness in your life. And 
we learned in in premarital counseling that marriages don't just end. They end because of slow erosion of goodwill over time. And that is unmet expectations. I want to and I want to talk about as we segue into discussing some of the exercises and whatnot that we're going to leave for our audience. I, I want to talk also a little bit about the fact that one thing that's important, I believe, about understanding expectations <laughs> is that it's okay to sometimes understand that maybe the expectations you have are unrealistic. And so I think that it's important for us to be able to understand that, hey, what I expect of Melissa may not be realistic. However, on the flip side, some people say, well, that's that's exactly why I would never, I never have expectations of people. <laughs> that can't be good. You can't lead people if you don't expect them to pursue greatness, if you don't expect them to become the best version of themselves, if you don't expect them to rise to a new level, you can't lead them well. But I do believe that... And you can't lead yourself well either. Yeah, you can't lead yourself. So, um, Melissa, I know that early on, as we started embarking on building our businesses together, now our now our business, we had a lot of um, unclear expectations of each other. And I would say that there were a lot of these sort of scenarios where... I, we both have these skill sets and traits and we were trying to navigate through those skill sets and traits to determine what should we be expecting of each other. And it was a very unique moment in time because I left a six figure job. We had another business at the time mm-hmm. with unmet orders that had to be produced. Yeah. We had some stresses because we had gone from, you know, over six figures in income down to not a whole lot. Yeah. Right building our business. And so it was almost like, what are these expectations? So why don't you tell us about the exercise that people can do for themselves and with their significant other and or spouse that can help them develop a proper communication method through learning each other's expectations? Yeah, for sure. So like Shane said, early on in our business, we were given some mentoring from a couple, John and Brittany Cooper, and they encouraged us to do this exercise. And at first it seemed super simple, but they said separately answer these three questions and then come together and discuss them and see what the findings are. So so the questions are, one, what do I expect of me? Question number two, what do I think you expect of me? And question number three, what do I expect of you? And Honestly, you'll come back with the other person and you'll either have very similar answers or what I find is we often have much higher expectations of ourselves than the other people do of us. And this goes for business. This could go for home, life. This could go for children. This could go for so many different areas. Those are the three questions and we really encourage you, write those down. We'll put them in the show notes. So screenshot them and do this exercise with someone else, um, someone that you're obviously spending time with on a daily or a more than once a week type basis. And this is a great leadership expectation exercise as well. If you maybe volunteer somewhere or you have a boss, 
just understanding it within the relationship you have, what are the expectations? Because unmet expectations will lead to so much bitterness in your life. The other thing is as you're leading people or in community with people, you're going to come across opportunities where this exercise is going to change someone's life because somebody may be sharing with you a challenge that they're facing within their marriage or their significant other. And and this is going to help you be able to lead them well. So we hope that you found tremendous value in that today. And it's just been an absolute pleasure to spend some time with you. Yeah, we're super excited and super glad that you have chosen to spend 20 minutes of your day with us. And we just launched a Facebook group. It's called Money Minded with Shane and Mel. And we post really fun stuff there all throughout the week. We'll have guest speakers talking about real estate investing and how to get into it and the the real estate market and obviously money management tips and resources that we love. So the link is in the show notes to join or you could just stop what you're doing right now and open up your phone, open up Facebook and search Money Minded with Shane and Mel and we would love to connect with you more over there. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening and join us over on social media. We hope today you found a silver lining in your life, felt inspired, or learned a new idea. We would be forever grateful if you gave us a five-star review to help get the word out about this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated about other resources and future episodes. If you found this episode inspiring or shareworthy, please post on social media to let us and your friends know. Until the next episode, continue to create the life of your dreams and live on purpose.